Hi! Hi! Welcome to another, another film critter. Film critters processes. Uh, processes. I am still Baru. I did that one a little off late. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a little off sync on that. I'm still Jay Bearhat. Yeah, and we're still here in Chicago for the Chicago International Film Festival. All the way. We're not in, in Chicago. All the way, we're yeah, we're we're technic- technically we're in the greater Illinois area. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my hold on, actually, let me let me see. Uh, let me let me. Uh, I'm just so frazzled from all this travel. Yeah, we're jet lagged. Uh, let me see where. How do I look up my I, my uh, IP address? Oh, my IP address. Yeah, what is my what is my IP dot <laughs> com? Oh yeah, I guess technically I am in Chicago. Oh, cool! Hey, I'm in. <laughs> uh, that that's where my uh, legally obtained method of watching these movies. Where, where if you didn't listen to the Careless Crimes thing, we're not. We didn't go to Chicago. Yeah, but the Chicago Film Festival did come. To, we brought the Chicago to us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're checking out the uh, the films that they're offering uh, at the fifty sixth, something like that. Uh, Chicago International uh, Film Festival, and yeah, we're having a lot of fun. And this time, what did we watch? We wa- It is the fifty six. I just didn't check. Oh, cool. Um, we watched a little Taiwanese, correct? Yeah, from Taiwan. A little Taiwanese film uh, by a director that you may have heard of, the director of Straw Dogs. Stray dogs. Or not straw dogs. Stray dogs. <laughs> Literally, all day I've been like, don't make that mistake on the podcast. <laughs> Remind yourself again and again that it's stray dogs, not straw dogs. Straw dogs is the 70s film. That would be crazy, uh, though. And then I just com- just completely fucking went. Director of straw dogs. We're talking, of course, about uh, it's pronounced Sai Ming Lang. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Sai Ming, Sai Ming Lang. Uh, people, feel free to correct us. We are, um, you know, we are dumb American. Uh, yeah, and 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 he's also a director I've only ever like read people talk about. I've never sure had not. someone to, like talk to me about him in person, so I have no idea how his name's pronounced. I actually had to look it up just now because like I couldn't remember uh, what it was, except that it was like t m l. Yeah, something, something, something. Uh, I'm I'm terrible with any literally any names. Directors' <laughs> names are very hard for me to remember if I haven't seen like eighteen of their movies. Sure, sure. Um. But yeah, this is uh this is Days, and if you're familiar at all, Straw Dog, Stray Dogs. Uh, this is again in his uh, genre of, I've seen people calling it slow cinema. Hmm, interesting. Where it's sort of like very, like, I I, I don't know how to describe it. The, the the vibe I got when I was watching this movie was that it almost felt like. Uh, a movie version of looking at old photographs and like m- remembering the stories associated with them. Mm, yeah, that's a because there's a lot it. of shot. There's a lot of shots that aren't really anything and are literally like almost so still that like Brew, you might have even seen me hovering over to see if like the movie had gotten like fucked up in the buffering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which isn't like a knock against the film. Uh, it is a knock against the fact that there was some parts where the the resolution of the film fucking dropped, <laughs> right? Because of the the stream that I was using, uh, <laughs> so so I had good reason to worry that it might have stopped. Um, but no, there's just a lot of shots. the The first the opening of the film is like what ten minutes long, and it's just the uh, 
the main character sitting and watching the rain. Yeah. Like kind of kind of looking quarter turn view away from the viewer mm-hmm. uh, just out. And like, that's it. It's just him sitting and watching the rain. There's no there's no dialogue. There's no credits over it. It's just that for like 10 minutes. The experience of watching this film critters processes episode, I anticipate will not be all too dissimilar from like watching the actual movie. <laughs> yeah, just just take it just with shot, two assholes uh, in your ear. Total, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is this is how watching at the film theater would be like. Where is someone talking about like, oh look how good, look how good this shot is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of lot of lot of long shots where not a lot is happening or like the action that is happening is. Uh, there's like a very extended sequence of the younger character, uh, non, just preparing food, mm, but it has yeah. that same sort of vibe of like it's framed in this very still way where it's not like there's a lot of action that's happening. You're just kind of watching him do food prep. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And it's uh, I would actually kind of describe like once it kind of got going. So I I have this uh classical uh conundrum, this this uh um sort of plague that has swept the, the millennial generation uh known as ADHD. Uh <laughs> so the first hour I was a little bit multitasking, which is we can kind of, you know, chop it up about that just how uh, this would have been a very different experience in the theater. Um, that being said, I might I might have walked out of this movie, which which you know says something about uh, the convenience of streaming, um, and and how maybe you know it's one isn't necessarily better than the other. They're just two two different beasts. Uh, but once it kind of got going and grabbed my attention, it re- it really reminded me of ASMR, um, which ASMR has kind of like an interesting. Uh, kind of deserved reputation because it's um well it, it's kind of a huge community at this point but there's there's just a lot of weird shit that goes down in ASMR but but there's a lot of really cool shit that also goes down in ASMR I'm actually I'm I'm a huge I'm I'm an ASMR head I'm an I'm a fan of the, I, think, I believe they're called tinkle heads I'm a t- I'm a t- unfortunately I'm a tinkle head. <laughs> I'm a I'm tinkle pretty, head. I'm, I'm look I'm this is double my checking ASMR right now, voice um yeah, who fucking knows? Yeah, Tingleheads. They're called they're called Tingleheads. I've never heard that. That's a... there's that's in today dot that is from today.com. No, okay. Yeah, no, the foremost expert on everything. Help help ease stress. Listen, if there's any news outlet that I trust to get the real like <laughs> the deep, real dirty shit. secret on ASMR, the most like millennial stay-at-home mom with her iPad <laughs> fucking thing. It's going to be today.com. The Today Show. Oh, God. Yeah, they know everything, huh? Um, But no, I, I'm, I'm, I, I really like ASMR. And there's a... Basically, like, the, the centerpiece of this movie is, like, a scene where... um, So it presents, like, the sort of older character. He seems to be kind of in pain uh, a lot. Um, He's getting, like, this it's, acupuncture and acupressure treatment. I was gonna say yeah, it's it's sort of suggested that he might have some like just like get getting old bone disease disorders. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it seems like a lot of it is in his uh, I want to say like upper back and like neck shoulders area, and mm-hmm. I, I only specify this because that area is heavily eroticized in this film. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, uh, and yeah, so they basically it kind of leads up to this like massage scene. Um, that you know culminates in a gay sex scene that you know kind of follows into like some more intimacy but like basically the the massage itself uh was relaxing just to watch which is like 
you know, movies usually kind of embellish things. They they typically add music. Um, but I, I think it's much, I think something that's kind of designed to be, I don't know, sort of sensual in that way really like works on its own. Um, kind of the same, the, the same way that like a lot of things in this movie work, kind of work on their own. That it's just like showing you these things that are happening, uh, you know, without too much embellishment, without too much set dressing. Um, so yeah, and, and it, it kind of gets the point a lot, uh, across a lot easier where, um, it's it's just this really sort of barefaced, like providing context for each of their individual lives, and then like you know what the what the massage, not really what it means, but like how it how it, it the the way that it feels comes through a lot clearer, I guess, or the way that it's uh you know the feeling that it's trying to impart. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely took it as like, um. I think the thing that I really like is like with this minimalist style, like this is sort of like slow cook, slow cooker movie, basically. Mm. Um, It feels like it takes these moments that are very disposable otherwise. Yeah. And it kind of like slows them down to really make you like sit in the moment with them. Um, If I was like an annoying Westerner person, I'd be like, it's mindfulness. It's like a mindfulness exercise. (laughs) Um, I definitely have the issue of multitasking with this film, but like this film has like, I have the opposite thing where it's like, oh man, I really wish I was seeing this in a movie. So it would like kind of force me out of that ADHD mode Mm -hmm. because this is like the exact kind of stuff that I could just like really indulge in in like a theater like we're, we're in a, an environment where like this is taking up my entire field of view and not this is taking up like most of my field of view but because i'm watching it on like a computer screen it's like I, there are things around it yeah. <laughs> no matter what i do um, yeah and it's also streaming quality or, and all that yeah and the streaming quality so there's definitely parts where like the the quality buffers and it kind of takes me out a little bit um also, this is like a movie I would honestly like absolutely watch on like a date because this is like perfect cozy. Mo- like this is a this is a cozy movie. Yeah, this is actually is funny I, it's, I it's totally kind of agree. bittersweet. <laughs> it's kind of a bittersweet film. Yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of um, it's interesting. It it, it doesn't really it, it's the the focus of kind of like what it's trying to say is like very, very, very small. It's just kind of um really it's it's just kind of like exploring in a, in a sort of superficial way but in also like a really it doesn't make it wouldn't make any fucking sense at all for me to say that it's superficial and deep at the same time but it kind of is um or rather it, it takes a deep deep look at like superficial aspects of uh you know two men uh meeting and fucking and hanging out and getting food together and and thinking about each other and blah 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 blah. um but yeah no i i I would say that that makes it like super 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 good fodder for yeah like a date movie or something i i think it especially works um with the the whole like savoring savoring moments that are otherwise more disposable is because it's sort of implied that it's just like a hookup possibly like, or something like that like possibly a, a pseudo romantic sugar daddy situation or possibly even just like the younger care the younger person just is a sex worker right um, yeah it, it's very unclear 
at least from my initial watch of the film, uh, like what to what extent they have like an established relationship. But he does give him a gift, which implies that he knows of him or that this had been a a ongoing or possibly like uh, courted affair that they're having. Yeah. Um, And so the thing that I really like of the film, the way it ends is when he takes like the so he gets the music box as that little gift and that whole scene is just like they just sit and listen to the entire music box and it's so like long and indulgent like way more than like that kind of thing i feel like would actually go down in a hookup yeah but that's what ends up making it work so well is because then we go to like later when he's trying to listen to the music box and he like can't really hear it. Like he has to keep lifting it up to his ear because now he's like out in public and like people are like walking around. Like it's one of the busiest frames in the film is just when he's trying to listen to the music box at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. Like that kind of feels like what the film is sort of about is like taking these like small moments of intimacy, either like yourself individually or with another person and like, savoring them and then like remembering them as like much longer and much like more in depth than they probably actually were but because you're looking back on them in your modern overstimulated thing which is why it's like to me it's like as someone who also very likely has adhd uh, i would love to watch this in a theater because it would force me to pay attention <laughs> to it. yeah no that's the strength of the movie i feel like is the the distinction that it draws between the kind of outer and inner lives because um kind of part of why part of why i struggled a little bit with the first half of the movie is that it um well it it has some uh you know it it has a pretty heavy focus early early like early early in the movie on um their sort of routines and the things that they do in private uh and then it kind of transfers to these scenes of like them interacting with society like the older the older gentleman is like getting this acupuncture acupressure treatment and he's walking through the town and like there's just it's super busy it's loud there's a lot of people um so it it but it functions really well as a kind of contrasting piece to uh what follows which is like all these really sort of like tender internal moments and um you know and and the movie kind of quiets down as it goes along uh yeah, I I think that uh, if it were if I were to see it in the theater, uh, those would be those distinctions would be like really really highlighted, because uh, some of those parts are really overwhelming and and those um, you know, when they're in public, it's it's kind of uh, you know, I don't want to say it's like dicey or bad or anything, but it's just kind of it's just kind of loud and uh, really hyper stimulating. Yeah, no, 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 I, I totally. I'm I'm actually. Also, I'm looking. I looked it up a little bit, and apparently, uh, the film was originally before the the whole COVID nineteen thing was going to be shown at the Museum of Modern Art for its U.S. premiere. Cool. And I'm thinking, how cool a movie like this would be to watch at a museum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like that's like the perfect environment to just be like, okay, turn turn brain down now. Now you watch art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I were, I I think that's actually the proper way to, because like, it's, I mean, it's barely, I I don't, and I I don't mean this as an insult, because I think it would be more of an insult if I were to, it feels almost more like an insult if I were to call this a movie, (laughs) because it's like, (laughs) it's like, it's like barely a movie, it's it's basically, it's like life, it's like, um, it's like a fictional documentary, it's like, uh, you know, it's, 
this kind of modern art performance thing. It it, it doesn't feel you know structurally uh, too similar to what to what most people would call a movie, which is kind of which is kind of what um, made me a little bit unprepared for it when I went into it. But if I like if I were walking into a museum to watch this, you know, I I think I would have been uh, properly calibrated. I, th- I think I got lucky knowing him because, like, before we started it, I noticed on the page that uh, on, like, a Chicago's thing, it was, like, language. Um, I forget if it just said none or something, but, like, irre- it's, like, like oh. not irrelevant or something. <laughs> and then it was, like, no, like, no dialogue. Yeah. And there is a little bit of dialogue, but, like, not enough for there to be subtitles. And well, apparently yeah. it's very much so... Uh, was like directorial intent that there are no subtitles in the film. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like isn't necessarily in the sort of um, like uh, the, the old, there's like that old Chicana feminist uh, book Borderlands where there are some parts of it that are in Spanish that are not translated. And it's like very much so just like, do not translate these parts of the book. Like this part is supposed to be like, if you encounter this and can't understand it, like that is, that is my intent in this book. Mm. Um, and that's kind of like what it feels like. It feels a lot less like that's sort of the intent here in days. And it's more that like, no, I don't want subtitles because subtitles would like visually impose on the scene. And yeah. like the dialogue ultimately isn't really relevant. Like it, it definitely feels like a film where sound design is a major part of it, but like actual verbal communication isn't. Right. It's it's all about the visuals and it's all about the 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 sounds you are getting. And I think in that like way like you said like ASMR is like a great thing cuz like the it doesn't really matter what they're saying. It's the tone of what they're saying gets yeah. across like what the meaning you're supposed to be getting out of these scenes are. Cuz the only scene I could think of with like extensive dialogue is when he's getting acupuncture and like something about it isn't working correctly is is kind of like the gist you get of the scene mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out like why it's not working or like why it hurts yeah um, i think i think it was like he was it, some of the ash was like falling onto his skin or something and he was getting like burnt or something like that it, that that was the impression that i was getting but yeah like which, jay like jay says it's like not super important to understand every word uh which which in that scene by the way very funny because it's very very clear that um that that scene has the most cuts in it like like the the shots still hold on but like there's not it's not like one shot of him undergoing this weird like electrified acupuncture thing and it holds it cuts multiple times and even though it's like there's still decently long shots i noticed that that was like the fastest series of cuts in the whole movie um mm. which i immediately uh unfortunately had the the sort of fourth wall break moment of like Oh, that's probably because it kept the the actor was like, I can't sit here for like five minutes <laughs> with these in it. So they probably had to keep resetting the shots, which is why it keeps having to jump to different angles in order to see it. Oh, God. Yeah, that whole... like, that's the that's the only reason I can think of that. It keeps jumping in, in cuts because it doesn't see, it doesn't feel like the different angles are necessarily like adding anything to it. And like I said, it's like the fastest paced series of cuts in the film. Uh, and I, I guess that ends up working because it ends up giving you the sense of like, wow, this must hurt a lot. Yeah. But it, it definitely made me realize that because of the fact that I'm like, well, they definitely had to do this because they couldn't hold it for one take. <laughs> that whole sequence is kind of gruesome in a way. I mean, like it's I'm not not, you know, 
I don't I don't think acupuncture acupressure are like weird. I actually I you know, it's 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 fine, but like to to be at that point, like it it provides so much context of just like to be at that point of like back and neck pain um where you're getting like ash dripped on you and you're having someone push like a a plastic implement so hard into your shoulder that your like shoulder and upper back are turning purple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, no, he's he's it is like very extensive acupuncture that he's undergoing in this scene with like a lot of like things. You can see needles like twitching from yeah. the muscles a lot in that scene. Yeah, it's like electric it's like electroshock acupuncture or something. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's very it it gets as close as you can get to like an unpleasant surgery scene without actually being surgery <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it it serves it serves so well to give context and also contrast to uh, the like central massage scene. And, uh, you know, it's it's just like, I don't know, it's just a really, you know, it's it's just really elegant storytelling. It's really, uh, you know, no frills. It's it's kind of uh, what movies what movies are kind of uh, made and designed to do. Um, which I, I really appreciate the style. He's described as like Thai, the second or the director is described as being part of this like second new wave uh, of cinema in Taiwan, um, you know, for for that kind of style. Uh, and as much as as much as my uh, as much as my attention kind of suffered a little bit, uh, I think that like the the whole the whole like show don't tell doctrine of cinema has been kind of lost in American movies largely. Uh I hope it's fair to say. Uh no, yeah, there's there's even even in indie cinema, for like a way to put it, mm. there's definitely the like bombastic spectacle uh has yeah. has really dripped into American cinema as a whole. Which too too interesting and also uh tragically boring effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean and and I th- I think that um people people kinda think that like that's how you hold an audience's attention or or they kinda come under the impression that like the the talking and the story is what's going to hold people's attention when largely it just kind of um it's a cinema that kind of devalues itself. Uh Whereas it's almost it's practically more interesting to just kind of find value in uh, moments that are smaller or or, or things that are uh, kind of self-explanatory, but, you know, build up to something that's, you know, bigger than itself in the way that in the way that days I feel does, Um, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. That's how I feel. It's it's it, it kind of inverts what has become the sort of for like a way to put it hegemonic film yeah. standard where it's like every movie needs to have things constantly happening and going there's there's the the you know the far end is like bayhem stuff but even in like smaller stuff it's still just like you need a you need a full plot arc and you need to have all these things you need to have major conflict and yeah. then this film is just like two guys wake up and they go about their day and then they have sex and then they disappear back into the rest of the world yeah and like the thing the thing also i mean like i know i know that it's 20 fucking 20 and and no one and and like scarcely few people need convincing but i i do think that this is like a really a really great case of uh i guess 
representation or whatever. I mean, like, I know I know that people's objections to homosexuality are not rooted in any sort of, uh, you know, functional, uh, like, mind or anything like that. But I mean, like, it, it, it really just makes a case for, like, yeah, this is, I don't know. It, it, it's the, the sort of no-frills aspect of it. It's like it's not trying to defend itself or it's, there's, like, no you know there's nothing to defend itself against it's just this uh really sort of base level like beautiful sort of um progressing uh portrayal of people's people's days uh which you know name name of the movie uh but yeah i don't know that's kind of a not to not to over politicize it because the movie the movie kind of um i mean like it it is certainly exists in like a hyper political uh context and you know i i'd be interested to see i i'd be interested to see uh some taiwanese critiques of it uh but yeah i don't know i i just i just think the um the sort of the sort of tone uh really really lends itself to the movie's you know ability to present itself yeah no, no i i i i i totally see what you mean it's like it's the like the it, it's is tone the right word? <laughs> Atm- atmosphere. It's so yeah. weird to like apply like regular like film like language to this, honestly. So I'm like, <laughs> I feel like like I don't want to say ambiance because it sounds like I'm talking about an Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> but like again, it's like it 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 doesn't it it doesn't quite fit so much as a film. It feels like a weird like film art piece is mm-hmm. the best way to describe it, which I really like. I think that makes it a really interesting film. Uh, film. Uh, um and i i like i i I like that the film feels like a uh, essentially a series of photographs that are animated yeah Um, does the does the camera even really move much during the sex scene i'm trying to i'm trying to remember if there's any panning i don't remember there being any panning in the movie at all (laughs) yeah i feel like there's always just like a cut to a closer shot if there's any kind of movement but it's Mm -hmm. never like it's it's never like the camera is like moving over the characters because i distinctly remember during the sex scene they kind of like move off camera almost yeah Uh, well they they um so during like the full body massage when he's like laying on his stomach the camera's further out and then it and then it uh cuts to a shot that's like pulled in further uh, but yeah. I think that's just like a harsh cut. I don't. I don't remember any. I don't remember any camera camera movement during that part. Very very interesting style of film editing. I I really I really like it. Yeah. It is a it's a dense film, visually, but unfortunately, <laughs> it, a picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's like five pictures in this whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, I I would just really say, uh, and I I think that we can kind of forego our usual because we actually for careless crime we kind of like forgot to do our rating scheme, which is you know fucking who cares. Uh, but like that's that's kind of also like our our usual sort of like what would I rather have spent my money on kind of rating scheme is like kind of not applicable to this movie. Uh, yeah, just and it, it's. It, it feels weird doing it for film festival stuff too. Yeah, yeah, because you kind of buy it all in a bundle rather than like individually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because like this is definitely this is just a really enriching like experience, and it's I I have this thing where um, you know, growing up I always used to like bike around a lot. Uh, I I was on my bike like almost all the time, uh, and I would like look at people's houses and I would be just like really really interested to like, you know 
not in any like real actionable or practical way, but like I would be like, huh, I want, you know, I, I really wish I could see into this house. I wish I could see into these people's lives. Um, and this movie is the most kind of no frills way to do that. It's just uh, uh, like a presentation of of some lives and some experiences that are, you know, fictional, fictionalized, but uh, nonetheless, really, really interesting. Um, so, yeah, like. Without saying too much more about it, I all, all I can say is just like yeah, check it out. Just you know, wh- wh- whenever it's available to you uh, as a potential viewer, um, and try not yeah, to think it's... of it too much as a movie because it's kind of you know that's because it's it, words dis- description kind of doesn't do it justice. I feel like yeah, no, that's that's a good way to put it. Is it, it really is a film you kind of have to like watch to get because like you could you could literally summarize the film in like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like but it's and like describe it's, in it, detail what happens and and that's yeah no just like to, to tie it into it. like the the art thing it's kind of like with a lot of modern art where it's like people are like oh look it's just these like color bars and whatnot and it's like yeah like if you just look at a picture of it that's what it is but you're kind of supposed to see this in real life where it's like 10 feet tall <laughs> 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 and like there's a lot of like rich detail to that color that like you can't really see and like you know, maybe you still won't like it, but it's like you you're not getting the same thing looking at a compressed Twitter JPEG as you are looking at the actual movie, or right, looking at the right. actual painting. And similarly, you're it, it, it's kind of hard to describe this film because it is so much just about sitting with these extended moments and these extended visuals, uh, watching a man watch the rain for ten minutes and just kind of like reading his face over and over to get a sense of where he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, highly, highly recommended from the Film Critters crew. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the Chicago International Film Festival for allowing us to view it. By going there with By... our uh, cheap cheap plane tickets. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, check it out. Because it, it, honestly, I've been seeing it make the rounds at a pretty a lot of film festivals. So it's probably going to come to one, air quotes, near you on a web page near you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that kind of I think that kind of closes the calendar on days. If you if you know what I'm saying there, <laughs> I don't. Don't explain. Uh, okay, I will. Yeah, I will no, this, not. Is, this is kind of a quickie, a quick yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got we got like what one maybe two more. Yeah, we got a couple more that we're gonna check out um, as a, as a unit, and then maybe maybe if we you know do our own extracurriculars because we're we're both we're just we're both kind of chipping through. Uh, a few of the movies that the uh, film festival has to yeah, offer. That we wanted to kind of watch, not independently, but just like we didn't want to pay for 16 films a piece <laughs> to do this because we both yeah. had our own selection of movies that we wanted to watch. Yeah. But, but... Uh, maybe maybe we'll do a bonus where we both just talk about the other movies we watched to each other. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh and the throws it back for uh, Plan 9 will be up shortly. If you haven't watched the uh, stream, it did save to our YouTube channel. Um, yeah. So you can, you know, you can feel free to check that out if you wish. Um, that was a lot of fun. We hope to do it again soon. And uh, join the Discord. Uh, the yeah, yeah, will be yeah. right below. Yeah, I keep forgetting to, be, to promote the Discord now. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll get a Discord. <laughs> Come hang out. Yeah, it's super it's it's super popping off. It's uh we're having a lot of fun. Everyone's super cool. So if you want to meet 
cool people. Uh, these are the only cool people in the world are the people who use our Discord. And, that's... and if you if you join, you become cool. Yeah, absolutely. This is how this works. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening. Jay, got anything else for the for the folks at home? Uh oh! Next month, our uh, throws it back theme because I think it should be up Ooh. by the time this is out is going to be uh, teen girl angst. So we're looking at mostly two yeah. thousands teen girl angst movies, and you can vote on that. Uh, that was actually inspired by House of Hummingbird and Never Rarely Sometimes Always, both movies that we watched this year. Yeah, yeah, which were some of our favorite movies of the year. Actually, it turns out that that's a really just a really good like genre of film <laughs> yeah no it's it's i i'm it made me realize how much there's like not enough movies that that get into just like not girls lives in the in the annoying like teen vogue way where it's like what are girls thinking about but just <laughs> the sense of like oh teen girls they have uh interiority too and and sometimes <laughs> they deal with uh the same problems that uh, you or I, assuming in this sentence that I am uh, uh, a man talking to another man, have. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Because yeah. the subjective male gaze uh, affects all of us, and as such, any anecdote must be told from that perspective. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. Um, yeah, no, that'll be super fun. So if you're a patron, uh, which if you are, we love you, and if you if you Thank aren't, you. we you know we still love you, but you know it's complicated. Uh, <laughs> but we, yeah, we can... like you. We, l- <laughs> we like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you can go vote in that when that uh, goes up very, very soon. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I am still Baru. Uh, I've become Jay Bear Hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is and this is Film Critters. Yeah, it is. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Bye. Bye.